We are in Come Follow Me, um, Matthew 14, John chapter 5 and 6, and Mark 6. And I believe that is week 12. Nope, it's week 13. <laughs> um, and the thing that jumped out to me this week as I studied was this pendulum that I had never noticed before in the story of Peter walking on the water. And it's a story you're all familiar with, so we don't need to read it. But there were two statements, two verses that really jumped out that I went, this is a pendulum we do constantly in our life. And if you turn to verse 28 in chapter 14, it says this. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. So those words, if it. We test the Lord constantly. We just finished the chapters of the seed, planting the seed and nourishing it and watching it grow. We're supposed to do that. We're supposed to test. We're supposed to pray to know if the Book of Mormon's true. We're supposed to test the Lord. If it is thou, bid me do this, answer my prayer. Send me inspiration. Guide, direct me. We do that constantly. And the other end of the pendulum is verse 33. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth, thou art the Son of God. They have just seen this miracle. Peter has had this miracle happen. Besides him walking on the water, the storm has stilled. And they have this testimony, thou art the son of God. That's something we do constantly. So I want to go in John chapter 6 and start in verse 64. And this is what it says. But there are some of you that believe not, for Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not. And who should betray him? So, of course, he's talking about Judas. If it be thou. Judas does not have that testimony. And plan it and let's see it grow. And then go all the way down to verse 69. And this is what Simon Peter and the other apostles say. Well, let's go in 68. Simon Peter says, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life, and we believe and are sure thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And then go down 70. Jesus answered and said, Have not I chosen you twelve? One of you is a devil. And I just think each of us at times are believers. Each of us at times are sure. And each of us at times are saying, if it be thou, do this, and are testing to see. And it's a pendulum constantly. And that was just such an interesting thing to me that I'd never noticed before. And that's why we're commanded or told to journal and record things so that we can go back when we're in the if it be thou stage and read times that we were sure thou art the Christ, the son of the living God, because it's constant swinging between the two. Okay, so if we go in John chapter 5, 
verse 5. You know this story of this man who's been laying by the pool of Bethesda, and we know it's for 38 years. That's incredible. And in verse 5, it says, A certain man there which had an infirmity 38 years. And what stood out to me is he's in the if it be thou stage. 38 years. He has not moved. He has faith. That is incredible because we all know it's God's timing. We all have things that we feel like he pushes us to the 11th hour before the answer to prayer comes, before we see. So many of us feel like we're drowning when Peter cries out, save me. This man, 38 years. I cannot believe that. Verse 6, when Jesus saw him lie and knew he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, wilt thou be made whole? Well, of course he has the faith. He sat there for 38 years. But Jesus asked him, wilt thou be made whole? Of course he would. He has to say, yes, I will. 13, verse 13, and he that was healed. So he's healed. Jesus says to him, take up your bed and go. He goes, verse 13, and he that was healed, wits not who it was. They come and ask him. He doesn't know who it is. So he's still in the, if it be thou, right? But then look, 15, Jesus comes and talks to him, finds him and says, I've made you whole. No more sinning, right? 15, the man departed and told the Jews, it was Jesus that had made him whole. He knows, we believe and are sure, thou art the Christ. Love that. Okay, Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6, we've got the story of Herod. And he's married his brother's wife, which is against the law, Herodias. Okay, verse 20, and this is what it said. Herod feared John, knowing he was a just man. So he would have killed him. That Herodias would have his wife, but she, she couldn't, right? Herod feared John, knowing he was a just man and holy and observed him. And when he heard him, he did many things and heard him gladly. So that says to me, Herod loved him, like listened to him, believed him. I don't, he wasn't a follower, but he surely didn't want to have him killed. Okay, go down to verse 26. And so his da- Herodias' daughter dances for him. That reminds me so much of the daughter of Jared dancing for Ach- and desiring Achish for her husband and says to her father, the king, if I do this, or who was the king, had the throne taken away from him. If I do this, give me Achish. He will go and kill your father, Omer, the king, and give you back the kingdom. So wicked. It reminds me so much of that. Okay, verse 26. And the king was exceeding sorry, yet for the oath's sake, and for their sakes which sat with him, he would not reject her. And what that says is, he feared man more than God. If thou, he's not in the stage of, I will believe thou art. But we keep ourselves from blessings by not acting, by Judas not repenting, by Herod deciding that people mattered more. And maybe Judas decided people mattered more. Not planting that seed and not developing it to the 
we believe in our sure stage and it's the pendulum constantly. So I feel like this is such a lesson for all of us. If you read in Matthew 14, 35 and 36, I love this. It says, and when the men of the place had knowledge of him, they sent out into the country roundabout and brought unto him all that were diseased and besought him that they might only touch the hem of his gar garment. And as many as touched were made perfectly whole. So all of these people believed, right? They made the effort. They are saying, if it be thou, this is right after Peter. And all of them who came and met that made that effort came to the stage of thou art the Christ because he healed all of them and they were made whole. We'll now go in verse um, 13, I believe. And Jesus hears that John has been beheaded. And Jesus hears of it in verse 13. He departed thence by a ship into a desert place apart. And it tells us the people followed by foot to go to him. And what so struck me by this was he has the power and he knows he has the power to heal John. But he could not to deliver John from jail, to raise him from the dead. But he did not. And if you go in John chapter 6 verse 38, it says, For I came down from heaven not to do mine own will but the will of him that sent me. So the question I have in this section is, what do you believe? If it be thou, what do you believe? And what do you know for sure? Thou art the Christ. We believe and are sure. Thou hast the words of eternal life. And that's what I think we get to go on this journey our whole life in different principles of the gospel, different things. And as we come to conference, pray about some of those things that you believe and are not sure that you're in the if it be thou stage. Pray about that and see if conference can't give you a witness to some of those things so that your testimony is made more sure. And I believe it's a pendulum on so many things our whole life. Journal those things you know, make a list so that next time that you're back in the if it be thou, do we have a Christ? Does he know us? Does he love us? Is he aware of all I'm suffering here? You can go back and read those times that you have had a sure witness. He is the son of God. He has a plan and hopefully we can hang on those 38 years with faith, trusting him, him that he will heal us and make us whole and that our faith will be made sure. I hope you know the church is true. And more than that, I hope you know how much our Savior loves you.